the book of Zechariah, chapter 4, and verse 1. Zechariah, chapter 4, and verse 1. I want to say how grateful we are that our guests are with us today. You are welcome anytime, all the time. And we are so thankful that you are here with us today. We are expecting God to continue to work in our lives as well as yours. Zechariah chapter 4 and verse 1 says, And the angel that talked with me came again and waked me. As a man that is wakened, out of his sleep and he said unto me what do you see I said I've looked and I see a candlestick all of gold with a bowl on top of it and his seven lamps thereon and seven pipes to the seven lamps which are upon the top thereof. And two olive trees by it, one upon the right side of the bowl and the other upon the left side thereof. So I answered and spake to the angel that talked with me, saying, What are these, my Lord? And the angel that talked with me answered and said unto me, Knowest thou not what these be? He said, No. Then he answered and said unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Verse 7 says, Who art thou, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel thou shalt become a plain, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof with shoutings, crying, Grace, grace unto it. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Who art thou, O great mountain? I'm going to preach for a few moments this morning with the help of the Lord and with your help. Who are you, great mountain? Quien eres gran montaña? Who are you, great mountain? Let's put our Bibles down and let's go before the Lord in prayer on this Pentecost Sunday. God, we love you and we magnify you. We thank you and we give you praise for your word. God, we thank you for your presence that we feel here in such a strong, powerful, pure holy and loving way God we know that you are ready to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask and above all that we think God and I pray Lord that you would have your way in my heart I pray God you would have your way in my mind Lord we know that your word is anointed we know that your messenger is anointed God I pray that we would allow our hearts and our spirits to be open to whatever it is that you want to do today God we are willing vessels in your presence this morning in Jesus' name, why don't we clap our hands this morning? 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You can be seated this morning. We find in the opening text that the 70 years of Babylonian captivity had ended. Los 70 And around 50,000 of the exiles had returned to Jerusalem. Y como 50 mil de los desterrados habían vuelto a Jerusalén. Work on rebuilding the temple was slow due to widespread indifference and fightings among the people of Israel. El trabajo de reconstrucción del templo fue lento. The voice of a prophet was needed to rally the people of Israel, to inspire them to get the work of God to move forward. They needed a man of God to inspire them to action. Se necesitaba lo, la voz de un profeta. The Lord had allowed his people to return to their homeland. El Señor había permitido que su pueblo regresa a su patria. And now the restoration was the order of the day. Y ahora estaban trabajando para reconstruir la ciudad. We find in the book of Zechariah that there are more prophecies of the Messiah than any other minor or major prophet other than with the exception of the book of Isaiah. His prophecies include both the first coming of Jesus Christ as well as the second coming of Jesus Christ. It is prophesied in the book of Zechariah that Jesus would be betrayed for 30 pieces of silver. He also writes of the death of the Messiah that would involve physical sufferings at the hands of the Jews. He writes that Jesus would enter in what we now call the triumphal entry into Jerusalem. In his book of prophecy, in su libro de profecía, Zechariah writes eight different visions that he sees. Zechariah escribe sobre ocho visiones diferentes que ve which is where we find our main text, que es donde encontramos nuestro texto principal, which is his fifth vision, que es su quinta visión. In Zechariah chapter 4 and verse 1, the angel that talked with me came again. We see that this is repetitive. He's already had visions. The angel is coming to him again, and this time he wakes me up as a man that, is awakened out of his sleep. And he says to me, Hey, Zechariah, what do you see? What do you see this time? What are you experiencing this time? He says, And I open my eyes like somebody that just woke up and I'm wiping the sleep out of my eyes and I haven't had my coffee yet. And uh, yo necesito un más café. Con azúcar. Con crema. He says to me, what do you see? And he said, I looked, and behold, I saw a candlestick all of gold. And there was a, a bowl on top of it and seven lamps. And, and what is he describing? He's really describing a menorah. 
with, with seven candlesticks and seven lamps, but then there's pipes that go to the seven lamps and there's two olive trees one on the right side and one on the left side and and the vision that that Zechariah has been having is continuing but now the symbolism is different and and the scene is different he sees a golden candlestick Zechariah's de un candelora de oro this candlestick has individual lamps at each branch este candelero tenía lamparas individuales al final de calabrazo uh, this candlestick was unlike anything else Zachariah had seen. Este candelero no se parecía, parecía uh, a nada que Zacharias hubiera visto. This candlestick had an olive tree, one on either side. Este candelero tenía un olivo, uno, uno a cada lado. There was a golden pipe running from branch to branch of each of the olive trees había una tuberia de oro que salía de una rama de cara al olivo and they, those branches supplied the candlesticks with a continuous stream of oil and Zechariah said so I answered and spake to the angel that talked with me saying what are these my lord he said I had I had seen candelabras before I had seen different variations of it but I'd never seen something like this before he said I had seen the seven candlesticks I had seen the the way that that he said that was that was temple furniture I had seen that I had understood that but but I had not seen it like this before and I didn't understand I did not understand what I was seeing this time but what Zechariah could not understand completely. No que Zacharias no pudo entender completamente is something that we can see more clearly from our place in history. Es algo que podemos ver más claramente desde nuestro lugar en la historia. That is, among the candlestick were branches. Que entre de el candelero había ramas. And among the branches were individual lights. Y entre las ramas había luces individuales. There were golden pipes running to each of the lamps. Había tuberias doradas corriendo hacia cada lampara. Supplying continuous oil. Suministro continuo de aceite. So the flame would never burn out. Para que la llama nunca se apaga, apagara. Lo siento. But how does this pertain? Why in the world, Pastor, should we know what Zachariah is seeing? What, why are you preaching about a candlestick? And why are you preaching about Zachariah's fifth vision today? Porque debemos saber sobre esto. Why are you preaching this today? This is Pentecost Sunday. We should be continuing to, to, to run and shout and feel the presence of the Lord and, and be able to rejoice and so on and so forth. But in verse 6, he said, Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. He's saying, Zacharias, I know that you are in the middle of a building project. 
I know the people of God are trying their dead level best, but there's always problems that are popping up, and there's enemies that don't want to see them succeed, and the temple is going to be rebuilt, but there's so much going on. They need a word from God. They need a man of God to step into their world and to tell them that it's not going to be by their might and it's not going to be by their power. There is going to be opposition to what you as a child of God is doing. Va a haber oposición a lo que está haciendo el Hijo de Dios. The building a life in the kingdom of God is no simple matter. Construir una vida en el reino de Dios no es asunto sencillo, uh, but it must be done with intent. Pero debe uh, hacerse con intención. Doing something in the kingdom of God also takes intent. You're not just going to happen to fall into the the kingdom of God. Hacer algo en el reino de Dios también requiere intención. Your best weapon or your best tool to build your life and to build your family and to build your future. To tu mejor arma para construir tu vida, tu familia y tu futuro. Uh, no es might it is not by might that word might means strength it means efficiency it means wealth it means army no es fuerza requisa o un ejercicio nor by might nor by ability o por poder es decir mi propia habilidad you're not going to get there because you have the strength. Not by might. We don't like that. We're American. Maybe not so much right now, but in years past, American ideas. Just load me on a boat, put me on a plane, give me some training, give me a rifle, we'll go conquer the world. And there is a certain element to that, the American spirit of we will not be oppressed, suppressed. We're not going to live under anybody's thumb. We're not going to live under anybody else's rule. We want freedom. We want liberty. And so there is a certain element of that that if we are not careful, we can carry that into the kingdom of God. But let me just tell you that the, the, even the great, the, the great United States of America is not experiencing freedom and has never experienced freedom like the kingdom of heaven. I'm a red-blooded American. I love America. I love the United States. I love everything that we have the privilege of experiencing and, and owning and living and doing and 
and the freedom and the liberty that we have here. And please don't think I'm, I'm negating that today. But if we're not careful, we can get the mindset in our own spiritual walk. It says, I am an American. And so I can charge and I can do all on my own. And I can do it with my own strength. And I can do it with my own force. And I can do it with my own power. And I can do it with my own wealth. He said, not by might, not by strength, not by efficiency, not by wealth, not by army, nor by power. The original word literally means ability. Victory is not going to come because you have the strength or the money. La victoria no va a venir porque tengas la fuerza o el dinero. Or because you operate efficiently. O porque te muevas sin problemas. Or that you have an army on your side. O que tienes un ejército de tu lado. It, is going, it isn't going to happen because of your ability. No va a suceder debido a tu habilidad but by the Spirit of the Lord. Pero por, por el Espíritu del Señor. He said it's going to happen by my Spirit. It's not going to be something that happens because any man, woman, boy, or girl decided that they are now qualified. Doesn't It's not going to happen because you have built up financial power. It's not going to happen because of excess. It's not going to happen because you have built up an army. It's going to happen because thus saith the Lord. It's going to happen by the Spirit of the Lord. And the angel of the Lord was telling Zacharias. He said, you see that candlestick? He said, those branches have a continual supply of fuel for the fire. It's unlike anything you've ever seen before because it's a foreshadowing of what's going to happen on the day of Pentecost. Not by might nor by power, but by my spirit. It is the word ruach, it's breath, it's wind, it's the spirit. It's the word used for spirit. That is the same word used in Genesis. La palabra usada para espíritu, esa es la misma palabra usada en Genesis. Cuando el espíritu de Dios se movía y comenzó el proceso de creación. It's the same word that's used for spirit that was used in Genesis. When the spirit of God moved and the creation process began. It's the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Es el mismo espíritu que resucitó a Jesús de entre los muertos. This is not child's play. Esto no es en juego de niños. But when you are filled with the Holy Ghost, your perspective begins to change. He said, not by might and not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. And the very next words out of his mouth were who are you great mountain who are you great
matter what you are facing, notice how things begin to change. He said it's not by might and it's not by power, but it's by the Spirit. And if we had just ended with not by might and not by power, then we would have left feeling defeated. We could have left feeling neglected. We could have left feeling disenfranchised. We could have left feeling sad because I'm never going to make it. That's not what the angel was saying. He was not saying that you're just going to live underneath somebody else's doormat to be walked on the rest of your life. But what he was saying was that in and of yourself, you do not have the power to make power. You do not have the... the uh, in and of yourself, you don't have life of spiritual victory. He said, so therefore, I'm going to add something. I've got to pour out my spirit. So powerful is the spirit of God that it doesn't. El Espíritu de Dios es tan poderoso que no importa a lo que te enfrenta. No power and no kingdom can prevail against Ya sea una fuerza humana o espiritual Ningún poder Contra el reino de Dios Doesn't matter what it looks like It doesn't matter what it feels like It doesn't matter what it sounds like He said Zacharias I know going on right now I know you're trying to build something and you're getting weary in well doing he said but I come your own power you don't have to rely on your own ability you don't have to rely on your own finances and you don't have to really By my spirit, saith the Lord. And the book of Zechariah was second to last in the would appear in 400 years of silence like God had neglected the people of Israel no he hadn't but it was not by might and it was not by power but there is an empowerment that comes at Pentecost there is a power that begins to take shape there is a power that begins to infiltrate the hearts of men and women and when When Matthew, publican, when Peter, the fisherman, Andrew, his brother, when their good friend Nathaniel, when James and John, also just commercial fishermen, Mary, the mother of Jesus, James and Judas, the brothers, half-brothers of Jesus, raised as carpenters, just normal, everyday, blue-collar folks, Brother Philip, followed the direction of God. And they sat in an upper room. Most historians and scholars believe that they were there for 10 days. 
that after the resurrection, Jesus ascended into heaven. He disappeared into heaven at the 40th day after the resurrection. And then Pentecost would have been 50 days after the Passover. And so there they were for approximately 10 days. And they were praying. He said to wait for the promise. We've been waiting a long time. But when the promise came, it didn't come because they were so financially well off. It did not come because they had so much power. It didn't come because Peter was willing to fight and Peter was willing to chop off somebody's ear for Jesus. It didn't come because of their power. It didn't come because of their might, but it was the Spirit of God. And when it came, it changed their outlook. It changed the way they viewed the world. And that same Peter that had denied Jesus Christ around the campfire outside of the house of the high priest, the, the same Peter that did not want to be uh, recognized as a follower of Jesus stands up in the street and they're speaking in another language. They're speaking in heavenly languages. They're speaking in earthly languages under the divine utterance and the divine empowerment of the Holy Ghost. And now there's thousands of people there wasn't thousands of people the night at the high priest's house but something has changed something has changed within the heart of Peter and Peter standing up with the others he said I know you think these people are drunk he didn't say they're not He just said, they're not drunk like you think they're drunk. It was approximately 9 o'clock in the morning. The crowd is looking at these people saying, my Lord, what a banger they've had all night. They're thinking these folks have partied all night long. And they finally reached their limit. They finally just have completely lost control and they're stumbling around in the street. And Peter said, whoa, 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 whoa. They're not drunk like you think they're drunk. But this is that which was spoken up by the prophet Joel, saying in the last days, saith the Lord, I will pour out my spirit. What happened? It was not by might and it was not by power. He called Simon the Zealot to him to be his disciple. And Simon the Zealot was looking for a political overthrow. He was looking for a political coup. They were ready to overthrow the Roman government. And he said, I want to get on board with the one who is the king of the kingdom. But Jesus understood what he had spoken to Zacharias. It's not by might and it's not by power. But there is an empowerment that takes place in the heart of the child of God. That when you get filled with the Holy Ghost, the outlook on life changes. No more is it going to be little old me. Is it going to be dragging from pillar to post? No more do I have to run and hide. No more. But there's blessings and there are empowerments that come in living for God so that you can look at the mountain and say, Who are you, great mountain? Who are you, great mountain, to stand in the way of the child of God? I'm coming to a close this morning. 
There is power when you are filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27. It shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. The one that had two olive trees. La que tenía dos olivos. The olive trees symbolized anointing oil. And they continually fed fuel to the flames in the Old Testament to mark those that had been set apart as kings or as priests. Let's stand this morning. Revelation chapter 1 and verse 5 and from Jesus Christ who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and hath made us kings and priests unto God to his father to him be glory and dominion forever and ever amen we have been set the unfilling of it that means it's part of salvation la llenura del Espíritu Santo es salvifica but it also empowers the believer to do the work of the Lord pero también empodera al creyente para hacer la obra del Señor who are you great mountain quien eres tu gran montaña When mountains encounter children of God, cuando las montañas se encuentran con los hijos de Dios, spirit-filled believers, creyentes llenos del Espíritu, they become plains. Ellos se convierten en llanuras. The perspective of the believer begins to change and no longer do I have to go through life wondering wondering whether or not I can overcome because my my success is not dependent upon my own power and my own ability but now Jesus Christ lives inside of me so it does or too wide there's no river that's too deep or moving too swiftly that I cannot overcome Stay and fall off the wagon tomorrow I the spiritual high You don't have to just come get a little boost on Sunday morning and then drag yourself to Just get another little boost. No, sir. No, ma'am.
continually. Continually. That the oil would be poured into the bowls. And that there would be a continual supply to the individuals. All part of one candlestick, all part of the body, but different members. It wasn't just for the center member that the Bible I'm the vine. You are the branches. If you abide in me and my word abides in you, you shall ask what you will. Who are you? Darkness trembles. Mountains crumble. God wants there to be a continual flow. That when you wake up Monday morning, you wake up a child. You do anyway. He just wants you to get an understanding of it. So you'll stop letting the devil kick you around and putting your nose in the mess and rubbing your nose in it and rubbing your nose in your failures. No, he wants you to get up, square your shoulders and say, who are you? Great mountain, I'm a child of God and I've got a continuous line to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I wonder if I've got anybody here today that'll say, I want more oil in my candlestick. I want more oil, not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. God wants to fill you with His Spirit today.